Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This, this, this is an Intel Studios production. Hi. Hi. So, I mean, we're off to a much better start this week, I yes, think. Yes, we I mean, can both speak. I'm in a much better mood. Coherently, I know. Oh, I was so down in the dumps last I week know. when we recorded this. But I have to but, say... But, you know, can I say one oh, yeah, thing very yeah. quickly? Is that Michael was so down in the dumps that he couldn't tell us that he was down in the dumps. You know, when you're so down in the dumps yeah. that you can't express it, mm. um, that you think that it's just a burden, you're just like, yeah, yeah. anyway. I didn't really want to tell anybody. But no. Oh, what's great about being down in the dumps? Oh, oh, what's great about being down in the dumps is when you come out of the dumps. I know, you, you feel come... amazing. Oh, God, it was <laughs> great. And when the, sh- when the clouds shifted and all that, I was like, oh, God, great. <laughs> it's worth being down in the dumps for the up. Mm. What would you call it? Up out of the dumps? I would kind of call it an uplift. Yeah. Like you're lifted, aren't you? You're down in the dumps and you're up in the sky. Who was, who was mm. the lady that complained about your sniffing? I can't remember. Because, she, she, can I just say something? Yeah. She will definitely have an issue with the tea slurping. Okay, I'll, I'll slurp one last time. Yeah, I'm going to slurp yeah. as well. Okay. Okay. You ready? Should you slurp quite yeah, loudly. Yeah, I wonder if I can drink tea quietly. Hold on. Mm-hmm. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've already discussed your enthusiastic tea drinking. It's inspirational, remember? That was <sighs> quite quiet. Yeah, that's all right. I'll try and keep it on the low okay, well, So, yes, um, a, a lady messaged us this week. I can't remember her name now, um, sadly. So sorry about that. But she did say that she does have a problem. She's got that. Illness. It's a phobia. Is it a phobia? It's not an illness. It, it, well, it's it's something. I'm not sure M- if with you are born with it. I'm going to look it up quickly. She, she can't stand noisy um, eaters and sniffers. Like little noises really irritated her. And I was sniffing a bit. Noisy. But do you know what a, what it was? Is that sometimes this microphone is down, and I look down to the microphone, and because I'm looking down, and I'm my tear ducts are very open. I've got very open tear ducts. I don't know that about me. So the fluid from my eyes runs into my nose and I think that somehow if I'm looking down, I do that quite a bit. Whereas now, we're stood upright. You've got open... Gonna... No. <laughs> yeah? You, I mean, your tear ducts not... are normal, but mine this are very, very open. <laughs> I can cry without any tears because the tear ducts are so good. They straight I down. Love, I love the fact that I spend quite a lot of time with you mm. and... During this podcast, yeah. somehow... You learn all the stuff, right? I learn all the stuff. Yeah. Um, I know what the noise is. Um, does the sound of noisy eating drive you mad? Yes. Brain image of um, misophonia. That's it. Misophonia? Yeah. It's a disorder, and it means that sufferers have an absolute hatred of sounds like eating, chewing, loud breathing, or even repeated pen clicking. And I feel like I've got that a little bit. Mm-hmm. If I hear, I do feel like I hear things more than, yeah, m- more than maybe other people or something will. I'll pick up on something, but it doesn't drive me mad to the extent. I yeah. mean, you, you wouldn't I, call it a phonia. I I know somebody that if they hear a rustle of a crisp packet, yeah, if somebody makes a noise of a crisp packet, um, and they're sitting on a train or something, they've got to move seats. Yeah, it's that bad. Yeah, I don't have that. I don't have any of that. Yeah. I join in. If I hear somebody eating loudly, I think, oh, I'll have a go at that. That looks great. Yes, brilliant, you know. Uh, so I do apologise for that. No sniffing today, you'd be pleased to know. <laughs> Just some tea slapping. Um, welcome to Making the Cut. This is our podcast with me, Michael Douglas, and... Me, Davina McCall. And we recommend things to you, really, whatever it might be. It could be, I mean, this week, for instance, we've got a, a, a company that makes pictures on the internet. Uh, and they're really, really interesting pictures that we'll go into later. We're going to talk about a film, but an old film, film that came out in the 90s, I think, 
We're going to talk about a cheese and we're going to talk about an app. I mean, that's quite a lot, it's isn't very it? very varied. Yeah. So that's the idea of this. Uh, making the cut is a play on the idea of uh, do you make the cut or not? Uh, and feel free to recommend things to us, uh, as many of you do. I mean, you send in loads of stuff, right? We absolutely love hearing from you. Mm. Now, what was... I oh, I know what I was going to say. I wanted to thank, because one of our listeners recommended, and this was in the first lockdown a year ago. Yeah. And we used to do live lunchtime ones, and it was during a live lunchtime one that one of our listeners said, have you tried... A Warburton's fruity tea loaf. Uh, yes, yeah. And I was like, no, what's a fruity tea loaf? And they were like, oh my God. And I went to my local supermarket that day, and there was, you know what it was like at the beginning of lockdown? Oh, getting there was in the nothing, supermarket, yeah. There was nothing on the shelves. Yeah. There was one packet of fruity tea loaf stuck at the back, and I thought, that's mine. And I took it and brought it home. And by God, I don't think there is a day that goes by without one member of my house yeah. eating a fruity tea loaf. <laughs> really? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, we had them for breakfast this morning, yeah, uh, which uh, was very, very, very good. Nice. I, I agree. And that was a recommendation. Yeah, right? so yeah. like without our listeners, where would we be? Yeah. So Wendy Milsom, for yeah. instance, has messaged us. She's messaged us quite, uh, yeah, uh, quite a lot with the years. But she says she's just binge-watched Netflix, The Vanishing of the Cecile Hotel. Oh. Four eps. And is it, it says, a if, doc? It says, if Don't Fuck With Cats fascinated you guys, oh. then you need to watch. And then she does say, it's not Netflix, it's Discovery Plus. Oh. So I don't know what Discovery Plus is. I didn't even know is. what, that was a thing. Um, but maybe it's something else you have to pay for, or it might be on Sky or something like that. But The Vanishing of Cecile Hotel, only four eps. And I loved Don't Fuck With Cats. Mm. It was great, wasn't it? So did I. It was absolutely mm. brilliant so I and so disturbing. I assume this is a documentary, but thanks very much, Wendy. And that's just a good example of you guys recommending things to us, which we're very, very grateful for. So thank you. Well, I'd, I'd like to start with something really, really random because I, I, I'd still like to pride... We like to pride ourselves on bringing you things that you wouldn't normally discover. Mm -hmm. And I do think that this is one of those things. We all have tall friends. Mm -hmm. Some of us are even tall ourselves. Really? And, yeah, not us. But, yeah, no. but um, everybody knows somebody that is awkwardly tall. And, you know, they have to crouch down every time they want to get through a doorway or... I mean, it must be awful. Well, it's like a disability when you're that tall. You know, I've got yeah. a girlfriend. She's 5'10", 5'11". She's got a size 10 feet. It's a nightmare. Mm. Like, what does she do? So this is a shout out to all the tall people out there. Now, there is a, 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 an organisation called the Sleeping Society or something like that. I'm just going to I'm just going to find it for you. Oh, the National Bed Federation. The National. Thank you. God, you literally are forensic with your memory. <laughs> I love it so much. The National yeah. Bed Federation is an actual thing. I love a federation. I love the National Sausage Federation. There's not a National There's Sausage Federation. a National Fed Underpants Federation. There's a National Sausage Federation. Yes, they do the Sausage Awards at the Grosvenor House. Hotel. Shut up! Yes! Guess who hosted the Sausage Awards one year? Gordon Ramsay. Ulrika Johnson. <laughs> huh? She did. What, that is what, very good. What meat-based product would you host an award ceremony well, for? Well, I'm annoyed because she's taken the one I want. <laughs> she's taken the one I, I, I think need. Your love of bacon, might might can wonder if there's a bacon federation. Um, so this is basically called it's a a pillow shelf. Mm -hmm. Now it's made by a company called Bedstretch.co.uk, and you can get a bespoke pillow shelf which is specifically made for your bed, for the height and everything. But they have made an ingenious contraption that is basically a shelf that you would put behind your mattress. So you'd have to have a divan. Yep. Um, so it's not attached to the bed head. Mm -hmm. You can't do it if your bed is a complete bed and okay. it is attached to the bed head. You need your mattress to be able to separate from the, bed head. from the headboard. Yeah. And then you would put this wedge of... Kind of, they, you can cover material, it whatever you yeah. want because the material can be in any colour that you want. You just yeah. send them a swatch and they cover it in it so it can match what you've already got. Mm. And it doesn't need to be pocket sprung or anything because you've got your two pillows that go on top of that. Yeah. So you don't need it to be squishy. Oh, OK, yes, so I understand. So it sits the same height as your mattress. Yes. 
So it's an extension to your mattress, essentially. But it's not squishy like your mattress. But no. It's at the top end where your pillow would be supporting yes. your head anyway. And so it goes underneath there and it adds. Um, so it says for, for beds, they've got an on-the-go model, which has got an adjustable height. So it suits a range of divan beds right up to king size. And all the models are provided with headboard spaces and a fitted sheet. So your little mm-hmm. headboard, the pillow shelf, yes. has got its own fitted sheet. Oh, so your okay. fitted sheets don't have to go the extra mile, yeah, which yeah. they wouldn't stretch. Yeah, it's got its own one that you can wash and everything. Um, even as a, I mean, I'm only five foot five and a half. Mm. Um, but even I get into bed sometimes and think my feet are right at the end of this bed. I mean, I sleep quite far down I mean, the bed. You do sleep very far down the bed um, and in a fetal position. You sort of sleep on right on the side, but you do sleep curled up. I often mm. reach out. Yes. And I often think, how does somebody that's five foot ten mm-hmm. sleep in this bed? Yeah. A, a small double that never feels long enough. No. Widthwise, it feels fine. Yeah. But lengthwise, no. So I think it's an amazingly clever. So this and is this is, a this is what it, here it looks on the website. like. So it's on bedstretch.co.uk, and there's some pictures of them there. Oh yeah, it's got a little fitted sheet on it. A little fitted sheet on the yeah. top. The back goes with the headboard. You would not notice a difference in terms oh. of head head softness. And then it has headboard extenders. Yes. That then, so the headboard is still attached to the original yes. bed through through the spacer itself. Yes. Oh wow! This is a great business. It's a isn't very it? very clever idea. Yeah. Very simple. Nice piece of engineering. Mm. Nobody would notice. You know, when you've got your duvet up and over, oh, yeah, like when your bed's made, that. nobody yeah. would see. Yeah. But I think it would be. It's a game changer for tall people. Uh, I knew somebody once who was, guess how tall he was? I'll give you one guess. Um, six foot seven. Seven foot nine. <gasps> that's impossible. No, it's not. It's true. He was... Oh, that's terrible. He was enormous. Google the tallest man in the world. Please. <laughs> Sorry, um, so I can, can I just quickly there. say... Yeah, yeah. Um, a double pillow shelf on the go is between 145 and 169 pounds. Okay. And a single pillow shelf is... 99 to 109 and they go up to king size beds so and they will make a bespoke pillow shelf if you've got a super king size yeah. bed for example right what am i googling uh, just google the tallest man in the world i'd be interested to know in so the world i used to do a lot of work for a, a, a magazine in the netherlands did you know the tallest people in the world are from the netherlands so oh what wow right look at that Eight foot eleven. That's two meters seventy-two. Amazing, isn't it? But it must be so lonely. So this guy used to. I used to see him. I go to the Netherlands and see him. He owned a magazine, and the magazine was for giants. Essentially, the tallest people in the world live in the Netherlands. Mm. So there's more giants there than really? anywhere else. Yeah. So there's a huge demand for big things like big toilets, big baths. Big doors, big beds. Oh, my God. So his magazine just catered for big people. It had adverts in there, but for big things, you know. And I did a grooming page for him about hairstyles. Not that there's any difference in grooming for big hair. (laughs) (laughs) You know know what you need? A quiff. Like, you're not tall enough. waxing, like, a big vagina? Uh, I can imagine that, yeah. I mean, it would be interesting. Okay. Do you think that bigger, taller men have bigger wheelies? Um, I guess it has to be in proportion. It's got to in some be, way. hasn't it? What was interesting? His wife was five foot three. No, stop yeah. it. That would be weird, wouldn't it? Oh god! But he had a friend of his who was a policeman, and they did this experiment to see how many pints of lager he could drink, and the policeman would breathalyze him to see when he was over the limit. Oh my god! Nine pints. Nine yeah. pints. That's how much blood his heart was pumping around his body. So they have heart attacks very early, and the heart gives in because it's got so much work oh. to do. You know, so it, it was bad, but. And when I first met him, he was walking towards me. And I remember thinking, oh, you know, like as people get towards you, yes. they get bigger. Mm. And I thought, well, he's quite tall. And as he got closer and closer, <laughs> I was like, bloody hell. I came up to his belt. I would much rather be small than tall. Yeah, I think so. Me too. Well, much rather. We are. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah, it's all right, isn't it? I love the uh, the bed thing. What's it called again? Pillow the... shelf. And it's Pillow from um, bed. Hang on. Let me just find... Um, it's from bedstretch.co.uk. I mean, I'm f- glad that we don't have to buy one of them. But, yeah. Um, but I can imagine, you know, Dan Snow's six seven, I think, six foot yeah. six. I mean, he'd be no good in a bed at my house. No. Well, let's talk about this picture next, because 
This just turned up on my Instagram uh, page this week. Oh, this and is so good. It was called 4K Weeks. Yeah. And it was a guy, you know, comes up on my feed and he, you know, in my stories. And it's a promoted thing. It's not somebody I follow or anything like that. And it was like, 4K Weeks, what's this? Anyway, it was a picture of a series of boxes, 4,000 boxes, basically. And each box represents a week of your life. And you were alive for 4,000 weeks, roughly, if you live to 88. Mm-hmm. This is a picture that you buy uh, with boxes that you basically just scribble in out each week. And you can see basically how many weeks you've got left to live. It blew my mind. Now, when you order it, so you, you order it and you put your birthday in it, it fills in the boxes already that you've already done. So you get the picture half filled in up to your life now and then you fill the rest of it in. What's interesting about our lives is half of that picture has been filled more in. Than more half. than half. More than half, yeah. In my half. case, like, I'm 53. That's a lot more than half. Yeah. Because half of 80, is it 86? Uh, 88. 88 is 44. Is. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, I'm a lot, I'm way past you that. You are way past that. But what I thought was interesting about Thanks. it, as soon as, <laughs> as soon as I saw this, I thought, wow, that is the kind of thing I want to hang up and look at every day. Because that is a motivator for me to look at that and think, Christ, I've only got this amount of time left. And I told you about it because I think you're the same as me, that we look at that and think, oh, my God, right, what should we do? Well, we both bought one yesterday. We we both ordered one, which weirdly takes four weeks to come. So we're slightly closer to death by the time we get it. And then, and then I think we took, we spoke to your daughter about it and she said, I would not want one of them. No, because I think when you're young, you do not want to even enter the idea that time is important mm. in any way. You you are allowed when you're a young, when you're a young yeah, yeah. person to be hedonistic about time and dilly-daddle and waste mm. time and, you know, take a gap year and yeah. travel and you're allowed to do all of that and you mm. should do all of that because, but I think... At, our time of life when we were also talking about where you are at in your life also really plays a huge part in how you feel about it because we ended up talking about how we would feel if we died. Yes. And I'd said to you that apart from my children, I I would be, you know, really sad for my children Mm. to to lose their mother young. But... On a personal level, I feel very fulfilled and very sort of happy. Yes. And I feel like I've lived a a full life mm-hmm. and I, I feel content and I've had children and I've, you know, and I always wanted to have children. Lots of people don't, but I did. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. But then I thought, gosh, if you haven't done the things that you wanted to and you yeah. got to 50, that would be, it would be a sad thing to fill in the square every day because you'd think, oh, I haven't. I haven't done yeah. what I wanted to do, but would it make you? Well, exactly. Maybe leave it would make the job you you've been yeah. stuck in for years. I've only got these weeks left. Yes. What am I doing? Doing this with my life? Yes. So I couldn't recommend this enough. I love this idea. But how do how, if people are scared about it? What tell them something? Well, give them a, there's, there's an alternative. You can do a you can do a one year one. There's a one year one, and you fill in the days. So it, it's like a clock, like a circular clock, and it's got the months going round like the times. Um, so the 12 hours of yeah. the 12 months and then there's the, the days and you just scribble them out as you go along. But what's quite nice is it's in a nice frame and it's presented nicely. And in the middle of the clock, you set a goal. So you might say, going to learn French. And then you can basically see that you're, go- you're running That's out of days, right? That's a great idea right? for kids. Yeah, so you don't have to do the lifetime one. You could just do a year one and it'd be a great Christmas present for somebody. Yeah. So I think that's great. It's funny you were talking about youth there. There was a, a, like an interview or a lecture I was watching on YouTube recently and someone was talking about like the 1%, you know, the 1% that have all the wealth and the 99% that don't. And he mm. says something about the 1% that everyone should realise is they're all old. And most mm. of the people complaining about the 1% are generally quite young. And he said, but what do you want? Do you want to trade in your promising youth for your wealthy old age? What Mm. would you rather have? Mm. And it's a really interesting question because you think, oh, you can be rich but old or you can be young and skin. What do you want? Mm. And I don't know the answer to that question. I don't either, really. But I think it would be young. Mm. (laughs) I think the correct answer is young. Because you're full of possibilities when you're young. Yeah, but I I also feel like I'm a much happier person now than I was when I was young, but I, Mm. I know that I'm not normal. Yeah. No, you, you are know. not normal. <laughs> I'm glad you recognised that. <laughs> I'm not. I'm um, not. Anyway, it's called 4kweeks.com, as in four, 
the letter K and then the word weeks, 4kweeks.com. And uh, they're quite expensive, they're more expensive than I thought. For the large one that we bought, I think it's $44, mm. might be. Um, but they do smaller ones down to an A4. But I really like this idea. I am definitely going to get both my kids one. They'll probably never fill it in. But I think it's quite a good Are you going to get them the life one or the year one? I'm going to get them a life one. Are you? Yeah. I'm going to hit them hard, basically. Say, so do not waste okay. any more time I on don't know that they'd fun. fill it in. No, maybe they won't. But maybe they'll just keep it lying around and then they'll open it in years to come. I don't mm. know. But I love this. So go and check that out and see what you think. Shall we talk about the film we watched the other night? Yes. So we were umming and ahhing about watching a film with younger people and um, they had some suggestions for movies and we had a quick look on IMDb mm-hmm. and one of the people wanted to watch a kind of whodunit detective movie. Yes. So I put in top 10 detective movies of all time into Google's and see what came up. There was now this is a good thing to do. Mm. You know, this is what Google is for. Yeah. This kind of research Mm -hmm. because those are the questions like top 10 what whatever like lists are brilliant on google i think now it does depend who's made the list which is tricky because you want to try and tap in somebody who's like-minded and it's not necessarily easy to do that i had Mm. this idea of doing a trip advisor but you would do a class system within trip advisor so you'd only get reviews from people who were similarly socio and economically similar to you Oh, God, that's such a brilliant right. idea. Yeah, so <gasps> you're not getting reviews from people who live a completely different, different style life to you. of life yeah. to you who um, can go and afford to do a blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yes. Or, or, or just see things differently. So you're, you're in an algorithm that only reads reviews from people who are similar to you. you know. But, Michael... It's a good like, idea, that. That no, but I'm not joking. That's a, mm. maybe we should cut that out. <laughs> like, no. You should... What I would say to the people of this podcast is if you can do something with that idea then go for it. We'd be very happy if you did. You look really disappointed. Yeah, said it's like, we've got to do it. No, I'm joking. Well, we would. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, I, I think uh, it is interesting when you start searching around. Anyway, the, the film Seven came up. The Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman, David Fincher film. And we both said, we all said to the kids, have you seen Seven? They went, no, but we've heard about it. We had a look on IMDb, 8.6. Yeah, rates very well. Two hours, seven minutes. I mean, seven, it's negligible. Yeah, yeah, Seven yeah. minutes, you were fine, that's that's. I wonder titles. if they made it two hours, seven minutes, because it was called seven. Oh! Yeah. Anyway, we watched it, and I'd forgotten just how bloody good this film is. And not only that, it has not aged in the way you might think it has. At all? No, I thought, oh, it's going to look a bit hammy and a bit old and, uh, you know, the grading will look a bit dated and all sorts of problems, I thought. Brad Pitt will look too young, the fashion will look strange, but all of it, if it it was released as a movie this week, you'd go, what a bloody brilliant film that is. And of course, Kevin Spacey, which we've not seen for ages. And he was evil. Despite... So good in it. Whatever happened to Kevin Spacey, I have no idea about about that. But he... Was a brilliant actor, he was. and he is brilliant. Oh, in this, god, he's, he's so evil. That scene in the car, he's oh, going, he's yeah, so yeah. good. It's great. And, um, the other there's some other amazing mm. acting in it. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow is so sweet, yes, she's really good in it. She's isn't she? so good mm. in it. She's she outshines Brad Pitt in it by a merry mile. There was, um, a, an interesting fact that she turned the role down several times, and David Fincher said to Brad Pitt who was going out with Gwyneth at the town, could you please talk her into being in the film? She keeps turning it down. So Brad put her in it, basically. Wow. It's quite good, isn't it? She was perfect in it, I mm. thought. And also, um, there was a guy that played in Lust. Oh, yeah. The part in the Lust section of the movie, because it's about the seven <gasps> deadly sins. Oh, yes. The guy, we can't, we can't say what happens, but he plays a role where something bad has happened. And he is the most extraordinary. I was in it. I mean, he... The guy who's in, yes, being interviewed and, and interrogated. And he was having to hyperventilate. <laughs> yeah. Um, he had to hyperventilate before and apparently he didn't sleep for three nights yeah. beforehand to make himself completely freaked out because his character didn't sleep for, for nights. He's being basically tortured. Yeah, it's great. The, the other interesting fact was that it was Denzel Washington who was originally approached to play the Brad Pitt part. Oh, really? He said it was a bit too dark for him and too gr- gruesome. It wasn't really for him. But afterwards, he said it's one of his big regrets that he didn't take the film on. <laughs> what is great about this movie is the direction, which is David Fincher, who then went on to direct a whole bunch of other films. But go on to IMDb, put in David Fincher and have a little look. Films like Gone Girl, 
the girl with the dragon tattoo, anything with the word girl in it, I think, by the sounds of things. But uh, Social Network, who was mm. written by Aaron Arkin. I mean, imagine Aaron Arkin, David Fincher, mm. putting together in a movie. I mean, his back catalogue is well worth a watch, but Seven was on Netflix. And uh, so if you've got Netflix, it's an absolute no-brainer. If your kids, I would say, if they're over 15... I mean, what is the rate? It is an 18, so, um, you know, it's pretty gruesome. It's, it's gruesome. But and what? it's gruesome and it's, I mean, even we were watching with two 18-year-olds mm. and they were horrified, yeah. weren't they? Like, really horrified. Yeah. So it is quite gruesome. But what I would say is if you're one of the people like Michael and I who hadn't seen it since it came out, it's really, like Michael said, stood the test of time, but also I'd forgotten so much of it. Yeah. I just didn't remember. remember it was like end, watching yeah. a brand new movie. Mm. So um, you'll really enjoy it. Um, yeah, I remember as it got towards the end, I thought, oh, I how can't remember, it how does it how play does it end? That's exactly what I had. Um, and I wasn't sure. But that's exactly what you want from a movie, yeah. It was like you're trying to piece it together. I love a movie that's a puzzle, essentially, yeah. where you're trying to piece the whole thing together. Yeah. It's fantastic. So while we were watching the movie, mm. you introduced me to something else that absolutely... Like, like it. Oh my God. I'm amazed you'd never tried it before. As a cheese person, mm-hmm. I. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Can't believe I'd never tried it before. I'm, um, I want to introduce you. I think he's called Joe Bangles. Mr. Um, Joe Bangles. To a man who is on Twitter. Uh-huh. And, yeah. So it, this guy is really funny. He is called um, Joe Bangles CBE. And he's on Twitter and it just says, cheese is life. <laughs> and the CBE is he's a cheese board enthusiast. Ah, okay. Now, he's got 13,000 wow. followers. Basically, he's done that through spamming people with like, do you like cheese? So anybody with a blue tick, he just yeah. goes, do you like cheese? Oh, yes. And then people just answer. So I've told him about Lancashire Bomb. Okay, yes. And it, originally, my favourite one was Roblochon, which is French. So I told him about that. Yep. And then I messaged him to say, I've changed. Am I allowed to change my cheese? <laughs> and he went, yeah, yeah, what is it? And then I said, Lancashire bomb. And he went, oh, my God. And he sent me a picture of the Lancashire bomb. It's really... So he a, knows everything about cheese. Look, he's, like, he's hilarious. A stunning ton worth included in this beautiful dinner prepared by my wonderful girlfriend. I mean, he's just... He is the cheese man. Oh, oh let's have a look if it's in there. The World Cup of Cheeses. Roblochon is in oh, there, you can nice. see. nice, yeah. Um, Lancashire Bomb isn't in there. The Lincolnshire Poacher, that sounds good. I wonder if he knows the famous Tim Minchin song, Cheese. There's a really brilliant Tim Minchin song called oh, Cheese. Oh, why don't, we, why don't we just message him? Yeah, I mean, just, just say, have you, have you listened I, to Tim I Minchin I will message Cheese? him because I don't think... Oh, I have got my phone here. I mean, I thought he was a commander of the British Empire, this guy. But, yes, but uh, no. No. It's a better kind of CBE. Yeah. Tim Minchin's Cheese is just a song about his love of cheese and then and then he just goes on and on and on and on about various cheeses. It's a work I, of I, art. I do know it. You do, because when we I went to see him, he played he sang it, it. And I was like, oh, you've got to listen to this. OK, we're going we're gonna to send him a tweet. Joe Bangles, have you heard the song by at... Look at you tagging in people. Tim. Brilliant. Got it. Got a tag in to yeah. mention though. Yeah. Called Cheese. Cheese. 
live tweeting. Can you believe this, people? Okay. This is Monday, by this the way. Great. We're recording this. Um, um, I'm going to send it to him. The day after the dreaded Valentine's Day. Love it. Um, what I'm trying to say is Joe Bangles yeah. on Twitter will be very pleased that we are bringing this cheese to uh, the nation. And the cheese is Wensleydale with apricot. And it was amazing. Now, there's also an alternative to this, which is white stilton with apricot, which is also extremely Ten. nice. Oh, well, I don't like white, white stilton. White stilton's too strong for me. But the apricot just mellows it out. through it. That's what, I, that's what I was originally introduced to. And then... When I went to Sainsbury's, it was all Wensleydale. You couldn't get the White Stilton. So. But you know what makes me laugh is Wensleydale. Nice. Reminds me. Wallace and Gromit. From Lancashire. Um, so anyway, I, I, we had Wensleydale with apricot. What I like that on is those Jacob's cream crackers. The balsamic. Balsamic and oh. sea salt vinegar things. And who ate more than you? I think you ate them <laughs> virtually all of it. I was thinking, where's all the cheese? And then the other, the other thing I do is I chop up tiny bits know, of pickled it's onions. So convenient. So just I, to eat all of those. Yeah, I noticed that. I was thinking, you've eaten all the cheese, eaten all the bloody pickled onions. Oh, I'm left with the crackers. So what I do is I take a cracker, I, I put a lump of the Wednesday day with apricots on it. Yeah. Then a lump of uh, pickled onion mm. on top, and then a tiny drop of sriracha or, or chilla. What's that? Chilla. Cholula. Cholula. Cholula hot sauce on top. Mm -hmm. So it's like a tiny canopy. Mm -hmm. And then that all goes in my mouth in one go. Mm. Oh, oh, my mouth's gone juicy. Oh, you do sound like Thinking um, about it. Wallace. Yeah, well, he's from the same part of the world mm. as, as me. Uh, so Wensleydale with apricots. They also do Wensleydale with cranberries, which is very nice Not as well. Not as good, though. I think apricots... Have you tried it? No, but like mm. I've just got this feeling that apricots are better. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. Next week, let's get some cranberry stuff and then we'll do apricots and cranberry. Okay, and you but can, I, you can, I don't really generally like new cheeses. I'm a bit stuck in my ways and I can't believe how much I absolutely loved. Yeah, it was great. My next one that I would like to talk to you about is a gift that you gave me at Christmas. Mm. And I used to use... One of these, when I used to run nightclubs and we used to kind of decorate the nightclub, this was the quickest way of decorating the nightclub. Mm -hmm. But with teenagers in the house, and in fact, I have now decided that every single human being, as part of their toolbox, should have a staple gun in their toolbox. It was the best, one of the best Christmas presents you gave me, because, <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not joking. Yeah, no, great, it was I'm amazing. delighted. I always think that a really good gift is something either that someone will look at or experience, and every time they think of that experience, they will think of that person. So a picture on a wall or a, or a, something that you wear and yeah. you'll remember somebody or something like that. But, you know, if it's a practical gift, every time you use that gift, and if this person knows you well, they will give you a gift that you will use non-stop, which you did. Mm. I think about you every time I pick up the staple gun. It's brilliant. <laughs> so if you want a staple, if you want to upholster anything, yes. If you want to put up a poster, mm. if you want to um, put fairy up lights. Fa I mean, yes. fairy, our entire house is just like one big fairy light. Yeah. Fairy lights, and they're very easy to pick out. Yeah. Staple guns. I've looked online, and they kind of uh, on Amazon they range from anything from fourteen ninety nine to kind of twenty quid. And you just get refills. They're very, very easy to uh, refill and sort. And they don't take up much space. And they're just easy. They are super good. Like so, you say, for a bit of bolstering yeah. and stuff like that. Or you know what we had mm. um, at our old house? We had, I got cork boards. Mm -hmm. I got a huge piece of felt. And um, it was actually a bloody pain in the arse sticking it all down. Yeah, yeah. If I'd have had the staple gun, it would have been three staples in each corner done. Yeah. You know, so... Something like that, It's it just cuts every job um, in half. And what I was saying <laughs> was when you put a staple into the wall, when you pull it out, if you're careful, it leaves two tiny, tiny, yes. weeny dots, yeah. you know, easy to it's fill. The same in the woodwork, a bit yeah. of decorator's cork and it's mm. done. So they are handy, especially around Christmas and birthdays, yes. you know, for like putting up banners or yeah, balloons or something banners, like that. Yeah, birthday banners, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God, and balloons, yeah. exactly. Every, I mean, it's funny, you said something, something that you should have in your toolbox, you said, I think, at the beginning yes. of this. Everybody should have a toolbox. Like, if you haven't got a toolbox, yes. get a toolbox. Get a toolbox. There isn't a day goes by where I don't enter the toolbox yeah. or something. Even this morning. It sounds like a euphemism. Yeah. I get out a tool from my toolbox. <laughs> There's not a day it. when I don't enter Every the day. toolbox. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, the places I could go with that. Let's not... Uh, let's no, let's not, let's not. But um, they are brilliant, the old staple guns. Home base, B&Q, all that, or Amazon or something like that is fantastic. But what I would suggest is getting a name brand because it's loads easier to get staples for them. Oh, OK, that's If you get something like that's a, a name you've never heard of before, it can be get a bit difficult. So Stanley are really good. Yes, that's or, the one I've um, got. Yeah. Or if you go and get like a home base uh, one, they've got all the staples and that there. Okay. Uh, brilliant. Uh, I'm really glad about that. There's yeah. nothing better than buying someone a gift. Oh, where I love they it. Actually, use yeah, it. Yeah, and I think yeah. about you every time I go. Oh, this is so great. Thanks, Michael. You know, in my mm. head. So. Yeah. yeah, I hope one day you don't attack me with it. Uh, no, I and, won't. And, and, I attack and you with it. That's what what will make you no. think of me as you punch me in the head no. with like. A doof, doof. No. The, no. No. You're going to have a dream about that tonight, though. Don't. I had weird dreams last night. <sighs> I've had some weird. outrageous dreams We've been recently. talking about singing. Yeah. And I had a dream <sighs> that I was performing and... God, yeah. Else. Oh, we um, should talk about what we did What we did yesterday. That's coming That's coming now. Oh, OK, Basically, great. Basically, you had to go on a meeting for a while. Yes. And I was a bit bored, pottering around, thinking, where is she? How long do I have to be on my own for? <laughs> uh, and I thought, oh, I know what I'll do. So I played the piano for a while and then the guitar and then decided I would try and record some of me playing... Now, I use GarageBand for, for, um, for tinkering around in. Now, GarageBand is a free app, and GarageBand is a music-making app. Now, loads of people have made records. So, um, who's the guy from... Um, Didn't Billie Eilish and her brother just literally the, work on GarageBand, GarageBand or uh, at uh, their home? Doesn't surprise me. Who's the guy from the Beach Boys? Brian Wilson. Wilson. Brian Wilson's last album was recorded in GarageBand, for instance. So wow. you can make uh, exceptional bits of work in there. It all depends on various interfaces. And or that. you but can do... You can do what we did. What we did. So uh, <laughs> last night I was tinkering about and I made a little song in GarageBand and then I recorded some piano straight into it and some guitar straight into it. And then you can mess around with the sounds and turn the piano a bit dreamy and a bit spacey and then... But you're essentially just recording audio straight into the microphone. Mm -hmm. So it's not a great way to do it. Anyway, I showed it to you and you went, really, did you make that? And I was like, yeah. And then I said, you make something. And then we made something. Yeah, and then what I realised it fr slightly fried my brain because it made me realise something about myself mm. that you can help me with over the next few years. For sure. Um, which is, I am not very good at not being good at something. Like, I am not very good at um, just making a mistake or... Um, yes. You're going, just just record that bit. That's fine. Just lay that down yeah. like that and we can come back to yeah, that bit yeah. later. And I'm going, no, 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 wait, I want to do it again. Let me practice again. And kind of, you know, my internal voice was going, that's, sh that's not shit. Good enough. It's not good enough. Mm. Do it again. And you're going, sounds great. Oh, my God, that sounds great. And you're so excited and happy. And all I'm saying to myself the whole time... And, you know, I listen back to it and it's not perfect, but we did it. Yes. And, it's there. and if, if you hadn't been there, yeah. I'd have done it five or six times, thought it wasn't good enough to record and not recorded it, walked away. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I do, I know it's exactly what you It's such a different mean. mindset uh, and you are very good at, you free me yeah. of my, the shackles well, of you're, my self-doubt. You're far more talented than you realise, I think, especially oh. musical, uh, musicality. And you're great on the piano and you've got great rhythm and stuff like that. So... We, we basically built this thing. So we just put a drum beat in there, first of all. So And then you can speed the drum beat up or slow it down. I'm going to let people listen, right? Okay, yeah. So um, this, this is mine. So uh, we'll put that aside for a minute. So this was the drum beat, first of all. So, this was the one that I, is this the one I chose? Yes. Yeah. So you found quite a funky drum beat. I love I the drum beat. Great. So we'll play that, right. Ooh, oh. Yes, I know, oh. it's a bit James Brown. Sound at the funky drummer. <laughs> um, so, oh yeah, that was. That. Oh, I so love we, that. We put that in first, and then yeah. we just let that play, and then you tinkled in with uh, with this. So basically, this is all recorded on an iPad. There's no musical instruments involved. I just at was all playing here. a keyboard on an iPad. So, this is you know, this is also extremely painful for me. Yeah, I'm sure it is. But know. I, I okay. also want to kind of. So I thought, well, that was good, but we left a big space there, and then you did it again. Yeah? And then we introduced this next bit here. That was quite nice, that. Bit. And then this is the original bit, and then we dropped in this bit. And then we dropped in a bass. Oh, no, the bass is terrible. Oh, but it's all right. <laughs> Considering you've never made a song before in this app. <laughs> And we did 
that in about five minutes. Yeah. You want to kill? You, you want to kill the bass? Uh, uh, uh. Oh yeah, metronome. Yeah. I don't know what happened there, but that. So that was your. Uh, that was your. And song. that play yours. And th now that only took you five, five minutes, minutes, didn't yeah. it, to make that? Yeah. So I was messing about with this. My, I went a bit Pink Floyd with mine, and I layered up a few bits and pieces. So um, where should we start? Drum bass. So yeah, this was the, this was the drum beats first of all. So this is these drum beats are already built into it. So you just choose the drums you like, and then you can you can add in add in a fill if you want. That's me tapping on the I'm iPad take by a the way. Picture of this, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, so you got that? That's um, good. So this is the drum beat, and then I was. This is an actual piano I'm playing that I recorded into. Um, It's a bit dreamy, and then I put a guitar in. I tell you what, it's not on the beat. No, well, I mean, I've just... No, but I wonder if you can move it a bit. You could, yeah. Oh, that bit's on the beat. Yeah, I think maybe I've sped, I've sped the drum Sped it up, bit. yeah. Well, let's yeah, do that. Okay, yeah, like, we'll do that later. See, this is what happens. Yeah, you're, you we're in a get, wormhole, yeah. You can get so stuck in it. But you've also, like, realised about the recording the, the actual instrument yes. into the thing, which is so clever. Because was that piano the actual piano? That's the actual piano. I mean, that's going, amazing. Just, just being so played good. out loud. Yeah, so basically I'm recommending a garage band for anybody who's interested in music and you've got an iPad, just download it. Go onto YouTube and do a quick five-minute tutorial about how to put music into it. But you basically choose drums, you can choose piano, and then you can choose a guitar and a bass, and you can play them all on the iPad. You don't need any musical instruments to do this. A big iPad helps. Yes, it does. And very dainty fingers. Yes, yeah, so um, you've got quite dainty yeah. fingers. I don't. But also, if you have got musical instruments, you can either feed them in digitally through the, uh, through the lightning port, or you can just play them straight into the microphone mm. and manipulate the sound within there. But um, it was really good fun. It was. It was. It was really good. Um, I really um, enjoyed um, it. We had a right good laugh. But it is funny, isn't it, about like what you're prepared to settle on? Not you, but anybody. You think, oh, I'm getting rid of that. It's rubbish. But I always think, no, no, no. You'll get better. You'll learn better. Like, yes, I mean, I think what mistakes, you need to do you know? is you need to record all your mistakes. Yes. Don't just keep deleting. Mm. Because like your thing was really, really lovely. And I really like the quality of the sound of the piano. Mm. And I love the, the way that they're moving. But I'm wondering whether you get the beat of the drum beat to the piano while you're playing. So you play in time with the... Oh, I did. I think what I've done is... is slow down I've, the I've, I've piano. Slowed, I've slowed down the drums Or the drums, you slowed accident. down the drums. Yeah, okay. and I should have slowed down everything at um, once. Because yeah. it's got a very nice dreamlike mm. quality. And when you listen to mine, mine sounds like a plinky plonk. Yours sounds like Hall and Oates. Mine sounds like a Pink Floyd. Well, but either way, we... yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was very funny, though. I really enjoyed it. And it was it was a great fun thing to do together, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, it was really, really nice. And, we um, love music, so yeah. it's a nice thing to share, that uh, we can share together. Once we get a little mini studio set up, we'll oh have my a lot God. of fun. Yes. You, this podcast's going to turn into... A music ma podcast. Making the song. Making the song. <gasps> That's we, we can do a spin-off. A spin-off. <gasps> okay. Everybody else can send in their songs I as well. I have often thought we should record our own music for the podcast. You well, know. I've always thought that. Well, you know, let's, let's try and do that. I think we should do some shout-outs yep. for oh, the end. Kikoki. So, so first we've got uh, Millie Molly Mandy who sent this message about... Uh, we, we, we were discussing It's a Sin, I think. And she went on to say that during the 80s she was really poorly and needed a blood transfusion. At 18 in 1986, she had a baby. So how old were you in 1986? Um, I was uh, 19. 19, okay. Mm. Uh, and that uh, she went on to say she needed a blood transfusion. And it was absolutely terrifying time to get a blood transfusion 
because the whole AIDS epidemic in 86, between 86 and 89, people mm. became really aware that it wasn't just a kind of gay disease and that you could get it in all sorts of different ways. So I can imagine that that was terrifying. She says, watching It's a Sin, I cried so much throughout and it made me draw comparisons with now, with the lack of information, the mm. terror, and even the anger and the hate. Mm. And then she says, sorry for the waffle, love listening. Um, it's a brilliant Thanks. message, that. Millie, uh, Millie, Millie. That And is... um, yeah. And, and, and off the back that. of it's a sin. I think what's great about good TV drama is that it, it gets people talking. Gets people talking. It spreads it all around, doesn't it? So um, great stuff. Uh, and nostalgia there. can be good, but it can also be harrowing. Uh, yes. You know. Nina Berg, I absolutely love your podcast. Firstly, love uh, the two of you together and how kind and caring. Oh, you that's are so nice. Second, the life advice on how you both approach life uh, positively is very much needed over the last twelve months. Oh, oh very good. Thank you, uh, Nina. Finally, uh, your recommendations from films and TV shows. We love to tan looks fake tan oh, to yeah. my new Megan B bag. Was tan looks the stuff that you dropped? The, the drops. droplets. Yeah, yeah, that's good, isn't it? Um, and she says, I'd love to recommend the Dyson Airwrap. Hands down, the best hair product I've ever purchased. Now, I get loads the of questions wrap. about the Airwrap. Yeah, What's so it's the like, Airwrap? It's like a, a suction device. So it's from Dyson, obviously. Oh, yeah. And you, you put your hair on it. And then it automatically sucks your hair around it in oh, a spiral Oh, yes, it makes it curly. Yes. Um, and it's really interesting because lots of people ask me about it and I, I've never used one. And I'm not likely to use one because it's, kind of, it's not the kind of thing that would be of any use to me. But it's so nice to hear someone say something good about it because I, I literally don't know whether it's good or not. But you give it a five-star review, wow. Nina. Wow. Um, Thank you, Nina. But, so Dyson uh, Airwrap. Yes, thanks uh, for that. Definite yes from Nina. Um... Lynn Cook. Hi, I just wanted to say how much I love your podcast. Didn't realise you were a couple until I listened to Davina on Gabby's podcast. Um, you just come across as best friends. I think we are. Yeah, we friends. are best friends. Yeah. Um, and obviously have a fabulous foundation for a beautiful relationship while still being utterly professional. Well, that's what we like to deliver. Yeah. Um, now, have you watched or recommended The Bridge on, on the BBC? I don't know if I came across it ram randomly or if it's from one of your recommendations, but it's blooming brilliant. Set in Sweden, Denmark... Um, subtitled, but definitely worth watching. Now, listen, I'm really glad, Lynn, that you've mentioned yeah, me too. That's why I the Nordic in. one, yeah. because they did do yeah. a, a British um, version of it. And it is, I think, or maybe it might be American. It is not the same. It's called Nordic Noir for a reason. Mm. They are just really, really very good at building up these kind of tense detective movies. But the female lead in The Bridge is such an... Have you watched Sar it? Sarda. Saga? Saga? Yeah, Saga. Yeah. Yeah, I've watched it. Yeah, that's why oh, I put this up because I've forgotten all about so, it. So, so good. She's so, and Saga and Martin. Mm -hmm. And you think Martin. Martin's amazing. Martin's amazing. Let's not yeah. say any more than that. Okay. Um, but um, 8.6 on IMDb. Yeah. It is absolutely well worth watching. The Killing uh, is also another really good oh, one. The Killing, that's the, the killing other one with the jumpers. With Sophie Grable. Yeah. I've got all this, I've got all the jumpers from okay. Series 3. Uh, Rachel Duffy, um, I listened to the podcast where Davina recommended Hamnet. Um, I bought it. Oh, great. And I'm loving it. But I can't find the podcast again where the lady who recommended it to Davina is named. Yes. So she is Jules Buddle. That's what her name is mm. um, on Instagram and Twitter. Let me just double, double check that because I don't want to send you because I know she's um, Jules Buddle. Yeah. Uh, she's actually called Jules Swain. But her, she's Jules Buddle on Twitter. She's brilliant on Twitter because um, it's so conversational, Twitter, and it's a great place to have yes, conversations. So is, she has it? good conversations there. On Instagram, she's called Juppa Jules, which is J-U-P-A-J-U-L-E-S. And she does lots of amazing... Oh, she's posted a picture of a Megan B bag. Oh, and <laughs> oh. she's... On, yeah. Oh, and does. We've cost oh, a lot wow. of people a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that is um, her name. She's called Jules Swain and she's really a good follow if you want to, uh, if you're a big fan of books. And that's a message from Rachel Duffy. So thanks, thanks uh, Rachel. Rachel. Uh, and we'll have one last one. This is from <gasps> Leslie Reed. Oh, stop it. Leslie says, this is my second Kevin Acoin mascara. It's just arrived. I had finished the last one and went back to the previous normal mascara, but oh. I found I hated the removal, always wiping for ages. Secretly, I love it when I take the Kevin Acoin mascara off and I end up with a spider, spider's <laughs> legs in the suit. Anyway, never going back to normal mascara. We recommended that on our very first yeah. podcast. And it's possibly one of the 
like it's the one of my biggest life hacks that mascara yeah well loads of people still message us today and say oh my god the, the what's it called kevin a coin uh tubing, tubing mascara. mascara i was gonna call it rolling and mascara, basically then. it tubes it it coats your eyelashes with a polymer and instead of it all smudging off it just rolls off in clumps so you never ever have panda eyes again ever <laughs> um great that's us, I think. That's us. Um, let me just check the list, just in case there's anything that we've missed that we could just throw in there. Um, We're up to 50 minutes. I'll do what, okay, well, I just want to suggest there's one thing that I would like people to have a little stab at, is there's a new series of Adam Curtis documentaries on Ooh, the iPlayer. Now, this is not a quick one, is it? It is, because I haven't watched okay. any of them. Oh, okay. But I'm saying okay. what I'd like to do is... Let's I'm all watch gonna, it together this week. I, there's six of them and they're two hours each. So there's what? 12 hours of telly. You don't have to watch them all, but I'm going to watch the first one and I'm going to review it next week. I love anything Adam Curtis does. Yes, he's it amazing. It is brilliant. Um, but a friend of mine on have Facebook... Have you recommended hypernormalisation? I'm sure. I don't I've, think yeah, we have. have. I've talked hypernormalisation. Are you sure? I, I'm we need to ask Janine. Sure. Yes, okay, we'll do Janine that. is basically filing every episode we've ever done and everything we've ever talked about. Yes, so when we eventually put a website out, you'll be able to go to all the links and, and to all the different episodes. And Janine is a superstar. Yeah, she's brilliant. She's, she's a yes. great friend of the show. So I, I have definitely talked. There's two documentaries on the iPlayer, one called Bitter Lake and one called Hypernormalisation. Both of them are absolutely brilliant. But a friend of mine on Facebook said this very funny thing, and I'll read it out to you. He says, Take four or five random quirky stories from across the 20th century Link them with a tenuous thesis and paste it all together with incongruous archive and music. Then say, that explains the world we live in today. Yep, I'm watching the latest <laughs> Adam Curtin docu-soup. Adam Curtis, <laughs> Adam yeah. Curtis docu-soup. But it really made me laugh because That's he, does, exactly what yeah, he does. does this thing. He takes all these funny little things together from different parts of Europe or whatever and, and binds them all together and say, that's why the world is the way it is. <laughs> and you kind of go, oh, yeah. And then you think, <laughs> is it? Or do you just say that? So I'd love you to watch episode one of that. Episode one, I think, is called uh, Can't Get You Out of My Head. Okay. Bloodshed on Wolf Mountain. I mean, I'm watching that, yeah. aren't you? Um, but he, I think he is a brilliant documentary maker, but don't search for Adam Curtis. The BBC iPlayer yes. has very stupidly not yes. put his name in any of the search Why things. Why is that? Oh, God only knows. They're crazy on the iPlayer, the way they make it difficult to be That's to find That's so anything. weird, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, and we'll talk about Trump takes on the world next week. Okay, Amazing. Um, this was much better. Oh, we were much more we're firing perky, weren't we? Firing on all cylinders. Yes. Guns are blazing. I do mix my metaphors, I'm sorry. I love it. Okay. You know. Um, see you very soon. Next week, every... actually. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I'm not going to do the last one. No, can I just say what we do? This, yeah. this has become a thing, and ah. it now sounds a bit funny now because we always have a bit of thing where I go, okay, thanks, bye. Bye. And then. Michael has to get the last word in, so he was just looking at me going, I'm not going to say anything. But you see, you saying I'm not going to say anything is the last word. It was a kind of joke. It was a layered joke. I'm not going to say the last word. You can have it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.